Hello, and welcome to the Bikes and Podcast, a podcast about bikes, but more about the people that ride them, the communities that they build, and the stories they create than conversations about the latest shock technology, wheel sizes, and how to improve your Strava time. Every two weeks, I interview people with a story to tell, an event to promote, or a cause they are passionate about. If you'd like to be on the podcast or have an idea for a story I should cover, please contact us. You can go to the bikesand.net website and click on contact in the navbar. My Twitter handle is at mybikesand, and my Instagram feed can be found at bikes.and. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Bikes and Podcast and that you have a great ride. Hello and welcome to episode 11. Since this podcast began about six months ago now, I've been amazed at the conversations I have had. High school students, beer companies, Iranian refugees and authors to name a few. But I never thought that the Bikes and theme would take me to today's subject, Bikes and Films. But when I think about it, it really should have. Films that I have watched from the past that feature bicycles include Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Love It or Hate It, Do You Remember the Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head Scene, Slipstream, Breaking Away and American Flyers. Films that document and fictionalize the activity we love should be central to biking culture, not only for reasons of celebration, but also to grow the ideas of advocacy and promotion. Let's get more people out of cars and onto a bike. Today, I'm joined by Aileen Crotty, the founder and festival director of Filmed by Bike, a Portland, Oregon festival held every year at the historic Hollywood Theater. From May the 5th through the 7th, the 15th Filmed by Bike Festival showcases documentaries, animation and scripted features that not only are shown to the local audience, but are also distributed around the country and the world for communities that want to host their own festivals. Spreading the word of bike advocacy and helping people understand that riding a bike is not all about improving your Strava time, but more about just plain old community and having fun. What a concept. This year's festival features 80 films and 74 uh, filmmakers from around the world. The Portland Festival includes not only films, but, as you might expect, beer, music, a street party, and award ceremonies. In Aileen's own words, one of the best ways we can motivate people to ride bikes is to make it fun. Aileen Crotty, welcome to the Bike Sand Podcast. Well, thanks so much for having me. Uh, given how close we are to the festival, Aileen, I can only assume that you are a very busy person at the moment. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, you know, having 80 films, 74 filmmakers, it's a little bit like herding cats. Uh, but we love working with all of them and things are looking really incredible for our 15th anniversary. Uh, I'll, I'll bet they are. Um, just out of interest, how did you get started in this event 15 years ago? Because you are the, the founder, I think I'm correct in saying. Yes. Um, well, you know, we started this the back in that at that time here in Portland, it was a really amazing, magical era for cyclists in Portland. There was not much happening related to bikes, but there was a growing population of people who were passionate about riding. And when we rode to work on our bikes, we were some of the few people out there on bikes. So we had this 
this really raw core feeling where we had this this desire to connect with other cyclists because we just it wasn't common back then so anything we could find to do where it was a chance to meet up with other cyclists was so satisfying and, and so fulfilling so we decided to host a big festival and we needed some funding to help pay for that so we actually started film my bike as a way to cover the cost of a separate event but the day i organized it people showed up and then more people showed up and then people were buying tickets knowing that they may not even be able to see the screen because it was so crowded that's when i really realized i was on to something that was worth continuing and year after year the festival grew it's always been a a fun hobby of mine and now it is what it is 15 years later it's grown into this worldwide event uh, that brings filmmakers from all over the world here to portland and then sends their movies all over the world so it's it's been quite an amazing growth and also the other interesting aspect of that is as we've grown cycling has grown mm -hmm. and we've really been there every step of the way as cycling has grown in popularity which is just so fantastic to see yeah, good, good for you. I, um, I absolutely agreed. So did you think 15 years ago when you started it, this that the festival would still be going? You know, that first year we didn't. Um, for the early days, maybe not so much. But I don't know. I'm a little bit stubborn or driven or I don't know what it is. But uh, after the first few years, I was certainly hooked. It has just been such a rewarding artistic endeavor for me. I'm, I come from an event coordinator background. I also come from an arts background where my specialty has always been in experiential art. And I really enjoy creating an experience for people and, and letting them come in and then experience it and see how they react to it. And cultivating the festival and curating the different elements certainly has a lot of that to it. And it's just been so amazing to see how the festival has touched different people's lives over the years. Yes, I, I probably add tenacity to your list of your resume that you just told us about. <laughs> uh, kind of have to be the film festival. Tenacity, patience, uh, people management. I think the list is probably really long. Uh, a little bit mad and crazy, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah, certainly. certainly. <laughs> I'm quite sure. So um, tell us a, a little bit about the festival um, uh, coming up on, on May the 5th. What, what does it look like and what can people expect? And uh, just paint the picture for us. So one of the core features of everything we do with Film by Bike is that we want to make sure that we're creating a really positive celebratory atmosphere. I think one of the, as you mentioned in your intro, one of the best ways we can get more people on bikes is to make it fun. You know, we'll never tell people as a festival, go ride your bike, it's the right thing to do, or go ride your bike, it's fun, it's healthy. But instead, we show people the merits of riding a bike. There's almost no way someone can leave the theater without being inspired to ride more often. And so a little thread that runs through everything we do at the festival is really creating an upbeat and celebratory, creative atmosphere. So the best way we do that right out of the gate is that we kick things off with a big street party. We've got a beer garden. We've got live entertainment. A few of our sponsors are there with some really fun photo booths and other activities. We've got food carts. So we really just make it this fun night that 
here in Portland, it rains and our winter is so long, our rainy season is so long that Film by Mike happening in May every year has really become known as the gateway to summertime. People come out thinking winter must be finally over because <laughs> Film by Bike is here. So we're in the clear. It's time to get back on our bikes, get back out in the street. Um, it's really just a fun way for people to get out and see each other. So while the street party is happening, a block away at the theater, the movies are also playing. So people kind of hop back and forth between the theater and the street party all night long on opening night. And then the movies continue throughout the weekend. We have six distinct programs that play throughout the course of the weekend. And then we have some really fun auxiliary events that happen as well. Uh, it sounds fantastic. The um, 74th, did we say, sorry, 80 films and 74th filmmakers. So 80 films uh, how do you spread that out, that out over three days? Are they all in the evenings or do they play during the day? How, what does the schedule look like? We mostly show films in the evening and we specialize in short films. So just over the years, we've, we, we've really glommed on to those short pieces and we think it's a really neat way to show a wide variety and our audience really responds well. So by short, we mean um, really we max out at around 20 minutes. Most oh. films are, are rather shorter than that. In fact, this year we received an overwhelming selection of movies that was in the five minute range, which was really interesting to see. So great pieces that offer a glimpse at different things, different topics. And we curate those into themed collections. What we're really excited about um, over the last few years, we've certainly seen a growth in films about rugged road adventures, bike packing, mountain biking, and right. really just going to the extreme and taking your bike out there and exploring the world on two wheels. That's been great to see the rise in that. And that's certainly was something we're seeing in the bike culture as well. But this year, we're so excited to see a huge collection of films were submitted that are all talking about uh, stories of hope and how bicycles are saving lives, particularly in developing nations, stories of programs where underprivileged people have gotten access to bikes and how that's given them a safer life or allowed them to get to school and really just some uplifting, important stories being told. And so we're partnering with Mercy Corps to bring those films to the screen this year. And we're really excited to showcase this incredible collection as part of the festival this year. Fantastic. Was that, did that happen by accident or was that a theme that you set? You know, it's our 15th anniversary, so we really wanted to go all out. And our films manager, Guthrie, he does a lot of work to reach out to filmmakers and, and to work directly with the filmmakers to make sure their films come in okay. And he doesn't always let me in on all of his secrets, but <laughs> I think he worked extra hard this year to get some of those films in. We're also seeing a wealth of stories of powerful women on screen, as well as films made by women. And it, that's just not very common in the film festival world. It's mm -hmm. harder to find films made by women. There just aren't as many women filmmakers out there. So we're really pleased. The collection we're bringing to the screen this year, we're so proud of. You know, in the early days, getting a bicycle movie was amazing. So just having a bicycle movie was great. But we're really looking to push those boundaries because more people are making bike-related films. So now we have the luxury 
and the mission of seeking out really what are the world's best bike movies and telling those important stories and stories that we feel really proud to bring to the screen. Yes, absolutely. If you were a uh, a budding filmmaker listening to this podcast, Aileen, um, what could you tell them in terms of a how to get in contact with you and b you know some more in terms of the format of, um, and what they need to produce to be included in the film festival? Yeah, that is a great question. Well, we make it really easy for filmmakers to submit on our website. We accept submissions year round. And it's low cost entry to submit a film. So we certainly encourage aspiring filmmakers to submit their movies. And then also we have some tips on our website. We love to work closely with filmmakers to help them refine their films. You know, we've had filmmakers in the past who maybe didn't get accepted one year, but we were able to work with them and offer them some critique from our jury and some ideas for the future. And then they came back the next year with an amazing movie and one of our repeat filmmakers her work over the years has just been getting better and better and it's so neat to see that and we love that we can help foster that and so our number one suggestion to filmmakers is always shorter is better because when you're an aspiring filmmaker and you don't have a wealth of experience and you don't have a huge library of the best equipment out there really honing in on a tightly edited piece that's short and sweet can really help get the concept across without the distraction of errors or a lack of technical skill Um, and our jury looks for films that have what we consider overall merit so Maybe the production quality is not 120%, but the story is amazing, yep. or it's a story we wouldn't we wouldn't see otherwise. So we look at a wide variety of factors, but it's those short and sweet pieces that are well edited, and you can tell the filmmaker really put some time and care into that process, which is something anyone can do, um, that aspect of it. That's really one of the best ways to really get into our festival and get the story past the jury. And then that's the other aspect is having a story, you know, a film that's just all fluff and fun. This is my commute to work. (laughs) That's not necessarily as interesting, but why is your commute to work so special to you? You know, if you can show us, here's this fantastic bridge I cross and this bridge is important to our community because for whatever reason, or, you know, show us the unique features of where you live and ride. That and, and tell us that story, really craft that story for us, that can be really interesting because we love to see glimpses of bike cultures all over the world. Yeah. You know, it's uh, funny. Every every time I talk to someone uh, every, every two weeks, um, you know, I realized that I created the Bikes and podcast because I didn't know what to put after the and. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've, you know, I'm using today Bikes and Movies um, but I think it highlights the reasons for creating that name when you talk about creating a story around a bicycle. This is a podcast about bicycles, absolutely, but it's way more about the story than it is about the bike um, and yeah. the community. And, and um, it's uh, a pleasure to talk to someone who I think sees that vision as well and has created a film festival about it. Yeah, and one of the things I love about the name of your podcast, which is similar to what what we're trying to get across, is that, sure, we all like riding bikes, right? but we like more than that. We are more than simply cyclists, you know, and anyone could be a cyclist. It could be a pianist. It could be an artist, an engineer. We're all 
we all have varied lives and varied interests and everyone can ride. And so I love kind of flipping that on its head, that, that other side of it, you know, we're celebrating the artistic side of cycling right. because we're more than just cyclists. We have all these creative interests as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm going to assume that a lot of the filmmakers, Aileen, that submit content to you um, are, um, this isn't the only film they've ever made. I'm assuming you, you have people for whom this is not only a passion, but this is their, their job as well. That's right. In fact, one of our uh, most beloved filmmakers we work with, he's really part of the Film by Bike family at this point because we've had him involved in the festival for a few years now. His name is Manny Marquez, and he is a professional filmmaker by day. He got sent on assignment to film the Tour de France years ago, and he huh. wasn't a cyclist at all. He was just doing his job, staring through the lens, staring at these powerful cyclists, and by the end of his assignment, he had absolutely fallen in love with cycling. He just saw the power of the riders and the grace with which they rode. He came home, started riding. He lost about 150 pounds, uh -huh. much needed weight loss uh -huh. for him at that time. And he fell in love with cycling. And now he has two big loves in his life other than his family. He's a huge family man. Right. But he loves cycling and he loves film. And he lives in Hood River, Oregon, so not too far from us here. And Film My Bike really brings those two worlds together for him. So he's become part of our family and helped us on several projects. And every year he submits a film to us, and this year's is really, really great. Um, but it's so neat to see that when we can partner with professional filmmakers like that who are able to bring their love of bikes to the screen and share that work with us. Right. So um, your festival is held in Portland. Um, but yeah. I know that looking at your website, it's also shown at film festivals around the U.S. and also around the world. Uh, can you give us some insight into where those places might be? Yeah, we're really excited to be able to offer our filmmakers a broader audience by, you know, once our festival is over, we package up some of our favorite movies into two collections that we then send around the world. Um, one of the great things about this and one of, the, one of the most important aspects of our on-tour program has been that places have been able to host Film by Bike as a fundraiser. So it's great for bicycle nonprofits. They've been able to have a bike movie night and raise money. We were in Chicago last summer and the uh, Westtown Bikes who hosted it, they run programs for low-income youth and they had a program that they were going to cancel. And by the end of their film by bike movie night, they had raised enough money to keep that program going. That's and great. we were so excited that really what we're offering is one more tool in the bike advocacy toolkit. The bike advocacy toolkit, in my opinion, is woefully outdated. Uh -huh. Bike rodeos and fix it fairs and those types of activities that happened predominantly in the early 2000s are are great but they're not enough these days we need more we need more inspiring ways to get people riding so cities all over the world are hosting film by bike as a way to motivate their communities and we're really excited this year to be going to some super cool cities where we're constantly adding new cities to the list but we just secured seattle which is a sister city to portland we've got a, the, our two cities work really closely together we're very like-minded and we're only a few hours away from each other so right. We'll be in Seattle. We'll be back in Chicago. We're going to be in Minneapolis. We're probably going to be in Philadelphia. 
Uh, we're definitely going to be in Australia. We were in Australia a few times last year. Um, last year, we were also in Hong Kong and Turkey, which was cool to see. Um, and then this year, we're working also on trying to get up to Toronto and Calgary. And we'd love to be in Boulder and Denver as well. We have a couple filmmakers of ours from Boulder, and it would just be such a treat to be able to show film by bike there. Uh, yes, as a, I was going to say Colorado native, but I got to be very careful about saying that. I've lived, <laughs> I've lived here for 20 years, so maybe uh, maybe I'm sort of an honorary uh, native. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I think it's shocking that we don't have this festival here, um, either in Boulder or Denver, which are both just such massive biking uh, communities that um, it would be a shame uh, for that to to not be solved so if you are listening and you are the type of person that feels that you can get one of these events off the ground uh, please reach out to the uh, bikes and podcast you can find us at uh, bikesand.net um, and there's a contact us at the top of the homepage, um, and i will uh, forward you on to aileen and her organization and uh Let's get a film festival here, for goodness sake, in 2018. Um, yes, let's make it happen. And, that, you know, we make it really easy for the folks who are hosting. We provide all the promotional graphics and a lot of the marketing support. So it's pretty much a film, but it's a film festival in a box, if you will. Everything's uh, ready to go and we make it nice and easy. Uh, that, that's great. Um I'd, I'd hate to ask you an obvious question, like what is your, over? you look over the last 15 years, what is your favorite movie? I think you've probably come up with about 10, uh, maybe not, but I'm sure there are more than a few ways you feel that your festival has made an impact. Um, can you give us some examples of, of the impact that, that you feel that, that you guys have made? Yeah, I think on a couple different levels, you know, we have had people come up to us and tell us that they were inspired to ride their bike more. And then they will tell us the story of some incredible journey they had on their bike that summer because of coming to film by bike and being inspired. And what I love is that some of those stories are, aren't necessarily somebody who, you know, went across the Serengeti on their bicycle, but it might be somebody who decided to sell their car or ditch their car in general and start riding a bike to work. And so we know that the movies people are watching and the experience they're having at our festival is motivating them to ride their bikes more often because people are coming up to us and telling us those stories every year. So to me, I feel like I can die happy knowing that that has been a big part of my life and a big part of my career has been to get more people riding. And that's just been so rewarding. And then the other aspect that I'm really proud of with Film by Bike is that we are contributing to the rich arts and culture landscape of Portland. And I think this is a really important aspect of how we help improve the relations that all road users have with cyclists is when we can elevate the status of cyclists and really showcase to people that we're not second class citizens on the road. Yeah. We're not just an afterthought. But we are a part of everyday traffic moving through the city. We're just one more way to navigate the city. And we do that by really elevating and celebrating cycling. And for us to be able to bring this really creative event to Portland and give people an awesome night out on the town and a, and a super fun weekend of activity is just great. Yeah, good, good for you. 
Uh, so now I will ask you the obvious question. Do you, do you have a favorite film? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure I have a favorite film. Um, it's been neat to see the film styles change over the years related to the movies we show at the festival. And I, as much as I used to love, you know, for a while there, the trend we were seeing were these really jokey spoof rap videos about cycling. Right. And those were really humorous and fun. I'm really excited to see these days that the storytelling is coming into the films and we're we're really getting a glimpse at what some other cultures are doing. Um, one of the films we're showing this year is uh, about a guy in Kenya who is a trick rider. So he does all sorts of really cool trick riding on his bicycle and he has motivated other people to get into the sport as well. And just that really incredible glimpse into this guy's life and how he has touched others. I'm a sucker for those kinds of stories and they get me every time we show them. And um, with our movies being as short as they are, we just see so many every year. It's, it's hard to name just one, but really quite a variety every year that's inspiring. Yes, I, I, I'd assume that you would say as much. Um, but I thought I'd have a shot at asking the movie, asking the question. Anyway, but <laughs> yeah. How do people learn more about um, film by bike? Um, obviously, you have a website. Maybe just a shout out of that, and any other sort of social media ways that people can get get in contact with you. Yes. Yeah, so our website is filmedbybike.org, and on our website you can see our growing schedule of on-tour films of Film by Bike going all around the world. We've also got all the details on our film festival here in Portland. We would love for people to come visit. If you're not from this area, come spend the weekend with us here in Portland. There's a lot, lot, lot planned for the festival. So it'll be a really great time to come visit Portland and come hang out with a bunch of cyclists here. And then also for, for some inspiration, you can follow us on Instagram at Film by Bike, where we're always showcasing neat glimpses of the festival and snippets of films. And then on our Facebook page as well, we've been highlighting a lot of filmmaker profiles and the stories behind some of the films that have been made. So some really interesting content there as well. Hey, actually, I meant to ask you, Aileen, is there a way for people to watch these movies online? We do have um, a collection of some of our favorites on our website we have a page on our website called the watch page and every year after the festival we pop up some of our favorites there so people can get a glimpse of some of the films we've shown over the years excellent um so as ever on the um bikes and um website we will put links to um the uh, film by bike website and a number of other links uh, underneath the content that we'll also put there. So uh, if you need to uh, go to some of those pages, those links will be there. So um, Aileen, in the interest of sticking to your 20 minute um, film window, um, I think we're we're at the end of the podcast here. Um, I uh, really appreciate you spending a little time with us here um, in that you are um, herding cats at this point <laughs> and um can only really wish you the, the best of luck with the festival, the continued success, and hopefully the future expansion of the project. Well, thank you. It's been so great talking with you, and I really do hope we can bring Film My Bike to your area. It would be such a great honor to show it in your area, which is just known for the love of the outdoors and right. the love of cycling, so we'd love to be there. Very good. Let's see if we can make that uh, happen. Aileen Karate, thank you very much indeed. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.